Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Brother Justin Cooper. I'm coming to you today from somewhere along the Revival Trail. My, what a privilege it is to have you join us for the broadcast today. And what an honor it is to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. I hope you're having a great day today. I hope that you've already spent some time in your Bible, on your knees in prayer, seeking the face of God and walking with Him. And the Christian life is all about Christ. And sometimes if we're not careful, we're all about work and never about worship. We're all about doing and never about devotion. We're all about the activity and it leaves no room for affection. We get so busy that we never take time to set aside nothing but time for Jesus. Oh my, think about that. Nothing but time for Jesus. And Christianity is not about the work you do for God. It is about God himself. It is about Christ and everything else. Everything springs forth from that walk in relationship with the Lord. It starts there. And I'm going to challenge you, don't neglect it. I don't care how many doors you knock. I don't care how many hours you clock. I don't care uh, how much work you say you do or what kind of an empire you look to have built. It, it's all of nothing. It's a waste if it doesn't spring forth from true devotion, fellowship, and love for Christ. And let us pray that that be our, uh, our mantra, that be our motto, that that be our banner over our life. Now, we are in Genesis chapter number 27, and we'll get into this text. It'll be our third study here, and we'll be there in just a moment. Let me say now, if you've missed our prior Bible studies, those are waiting for you on our podcast. Striving for Revival podcast is available on Spotify and Apple Podcast, And of course, it is free, totally for you. And we just want you to go and listen to these Bible studies. And what I like about the podcast is if you miss us on radio, you'll find us on the podcast at any time you want to find us. And so if you have a busy day and miss us on this broadcast, you can always catch up by listening via the podcast. And we thank God for that growing audience there. And let me take just a moment and uh, brag on Jesus uh, on what he's doing uh, around our church. And I'm just thankful, and I pray it'll be an encouragement to you. Uh, where we are here in our uh, the city limits of our town of Cowpens, South Carolina, is just a little bit over 1,100 people. I mean, it's not very large at all. Uh, not, not, a, not a big town. Now, of course, we are uh, just sort of like towns do in major areas. They run into others. Now, you can run into other areas, and within 30 miles of us, uh, yeah, there's, there's a million people, I mean, just all around this area, but just the little city limits of our city, and just over a 1,000 people. Now, we uh, prayed and we prepared, and of course, people worked so hard, and it wasn't just two or three, almost 90 to 100% of our church got involved, but we had a big day at our church, and I just want you all to rejoice with us, and also I wanted to encourage you to get busy at your place, but uh, our people just went out and knocked doors and passed out tracks, and, and uh, all throughout the month of January, I preached on every Sunday, and, and we just tried to emphasize the need to bring one sinner to church, bring one visitor to church, and let's get people... Uh, in this place. Man, folks just really bought in and got fired up, and we're still fired up, by the way. I believe we're in a state of revival, uh, honestly, at our church. 
But on our day, friend day, January 28th, God just absolutely exceeded expectation and blew our mind. And by the way, that's what God does. He said, I can do great and mighty things which thou knowest not. And that's what he did. But uh, we expected and prayed for maybe 30 visitors, 50 visitors would be huge. But on that day, we had 140, and we cut back some. It probably was more. But 140 uh, first-time visitors walked on our property and attended our service. And the place was packed out with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. And I would say we had about 50% or higher of our town's population, if you wanted to go by numbers, in church on our Sunday morning. And then a great crowd packed it out on Sunday night. And I'm telling you this, 140 visitors on one Sunday uh, is an amazing thing anywhere. But I'm telling you, God can do that. And I want to challenge you, don't die. And don't say God's done. And don't throw in the towel. Let's just get to work. And uh, I'm telling you, God's building uh, something here. And I believe God can do it for you if you desire it and pray about it and get God's uh, power on your life. And that's all we're asking is that God would do something that we can't get credit for. It's not my show. It's not their show. It's not your show. It's Jesus. All about him. And I pray uh, that all over our country, churches will do that. I'm afraid sometimes we get so worried with branding and we make things all about ourselves, or the pastor becomes the center of attention of the church and God's hand is gone. There's no blessing. There's a lot of motion, but there's no productivity. There's a lot of activity, but there's nothing that's effective. And I don't want that. We want a place where God gets the glory and Christ has the preeminence. And uh, I'm telling you, he's doing some great things. And I'm praying God will do it for you. I'm so stirred up about it. Here in Genesis 27, the story is Isaac is dying. And he makes a request to Esau. He said, Esau, go out and hunt, kill an animal, bring back some of that meat, please, and make me uh, that savory meat, that steak, hallelujah, that you make. He said, I want that. That's my dying request. And in verse 5, the Bible says, And Rebekah heard when Isaac spake to Esau his son, and Esau went to the field to hunt for venison and to bring it. And Rebekah spake unto Jacob her son, saying, Behold, I heard thy father speak unto Esau thy brother, saying, Bring me venison and make me savory meat that I may eat and bless thee before the Lord before my death. Now therefore, my son, obey my voice according to that which I command thee. Go now to the flock and fetch me from thence two good kids of the goats, and I'll make them savory meat for thy father, such as he loveth. And thou shalt bring it to thy father, that he may eat, and that he may bless thee before his death. And Jacob said to Rebekah his mother, Behold, Esau my brother is a hairy man, and I'm a smooth man. My father peradventure will feel me and see shall see to him as a deceiver, and I shall bring a curse upon me and not a blessing. And his mother said unto him, Upon me be thy curse, my son. Only obey my voice and go fetch me them. Now we know the story that Rebekah is now going to help Jacob supplant Esau. Now, before you get too mad about this, and I also uh, get a little bit upset about this, this woman's not being very virtuous. Uh, you know, she's 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 lying to her husband, scheming against him. But you have to remember him. Esau had sold his birthright already for pottage. He had already traded out the blessing. He had already forfeited that, so he has no right to it really in the first place. So God is working providentially, and God now has chosen Jacob and rejected Esau, but he, oh my, but Esau made the decision to reject God. And the Calvinist likes to say, oh, see, God uh, pre, uh, pre, preordained, God foreordained, God predestined that Esau would be damned. And Jacob, Esau chose to reject God. He said, no, I don't want the birthright. So this is all God working this thing out. So Jacob does what Rebecca says. He does exactly as she has told him to do. And he gets those kids of the goat. He will put that 
skin of the goat upon him. And verse number 16, she put the skins of the kids of the goats upon his hands and upon the smooth of his neck. And she gave the savory meat and the bread which she had prepared into the hand of her son Jacob. And he came unto his father and said, My father. And he said, Here am I, who art thou, my son? And Jacob said unto his father, I am Esau, thy firstborn. I have done according as thou badest me. Arise, I pray thee, sit and eat of my venison, that thy soul may bless me. And Isaac said unto his son, How is it that thou hast found it so quickly, my son? And he said, Because the Lord Lord thy God brought it to me. Now there's a lot of lying going on. There just is. There's a lot of lying going on, and you can see that uh, in the life of Jacob. God's going to have to change Jacob, and we're going to find it out happening here shortly. But uh, all of this whole situation is bathed, really, uh, in misconception uh, and in uh, half-truths and full falsehoods. And Isaac said unto Jacob, Come near, I pray thee, that I may, feel, I may feel thee, my son, whether thou be my very son Esau or not. And Jacob went near unto Isaac his father, and he failed him, and said, The voice is Jacob's voice but the hands of the hands of Esau. And he discerned him not, because his hands were hairy, as his brother Esau's hands. And so he blessed him. And he said, Art thou my very son Esau? And he said, I am. And he said, Bring it near to me, and I'll eat of my son's venison, that my soul may bless thee. And he brought it near to him, and he did eat, and he brought him wine, and he drank. And his father Isaac said unto him, Come now near, and kiss me, my son. And he came near and kissed him, and he smelled the smell of his raiment, and blessed him, and said, See, the smell of my son is as the smell of the field, which the Lord hath blessed. Therefore God give thee of the dew of heaven, and the fatness of the earth, and plenty of corn and wine. Let people serve thee, and nations bow down to thee. Be Lord over thy brethren, and let thy mother's son bow down to thee. Cursed be every one that curseth thee, and blessed be he that blesseth thee. And it came to pass, as soon as Isaac had made an end of blessing Jacob, and Jacob was yet scarce gone out from the presence of Isaac, his father, that Esau his brother came in from his hunting. And from that moment on, the lineage, the promise will flow through Jacob and his offspring. Well, that's all the time we have for today, and we read a lot of verses. We'll get into more of this next broadcast. Until then, pray for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.